Ladies and gentlemen, he's the samurai of student ministry, the networking ninja, a Jedi master of church budgets, the beast from the southeast, the next-gen nerd himself, CJ! What's up, nerds? Welcome to the Next Gen Nerd Podcast. I am Merlin's Apprentice, the Next Gen Nerd, and I'm glad to have you join us as we talk about one of the worst-named cartoons, Unicorn Warriors Eternal. It is a fantastic show, so please do not tune us out because it sounds dumb. Uh, it is an emotionally deep, uh, character-driven, well-told story that can be enjoyed by both dad and kids. That's how I tested it out. I watched it with my kids. They really enjoyed it, and I thought it was a great story as well. We're talking with my buddy Cole Johnson. Uh, he, When I put these topics out, he jumped on that one real quick. That's what I want to talk about, uh, because this cartoon is by Gendy Tartofsky. I always mispronounce his name, but he has brought us Primal. He's brought us Dexter's Laboratory, uh, Samurai Jack. Uh, he's brought a lot of wonderful stories, uh, well-told stories, artistic stories in the animated format, and this is kind of his latest creation, and so I encourage you to check it out with us as we talk about it. But before we jump into that, I want to give you a couple recommendations. If you say, I'm not sure if this is for me, well, I'm going to give you a few recommendations. If you like these recommendations, you'll probably like this story as well. Uh, if you like the story, if you listen to it and watch the cartoon and like it, you may like these things as well. Uh, and so, really, this cartoon that we're watching follows a team of three. You have a brute who is in love with a girl who has uh, emotionally charged magic and their third wheel friend uh, who is a more intellectual, uh, more pacifistic um, uh, zen-like character. And so, of course, I'm going to go ahead and recommend Hellboy. This is the, uh, I'm recommending Hellboy with Ron Perlman. Hellboy follows uh, the title character, who is a trans-dimensional being. He comes from one dimension into our dimension uh, and is sent here for evil, but is nurtured by his father, uh, and becomes a flawed uh, and unconventional hero uh, who ends up with this team of three, um, uh, Liz and Abe Sapien, trying to save the world, trying to save the world. So I would encourage you to check it out. If you have watched Hellboy and you're like, oh, I love Hellboy, I'll have to check this cartoon out, and you're looking for maybe something else as well, uh, I just recently read uh, the first giant robot Hellboy comic, uh, basically Hellboy's brain is put into a giant robot to fight off like kaiju, like Godzilla and giant monsters. Um, check it out. It's pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. Check that out. Uh, if you don't like either of those, that's cool. Uh, you may still like the cartoon we're talking about, so stick around. But if you have something you're reading, watching, playing, listening to that you want to recommend me to check out, I would love that. So you can leave me a message here on our YouTube. You can send me an email, nextgennerdpodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on the street. Whatever you need to do, let me know what you're enjoying so I can enjoy it as well. That's one of the big parts of this show is enjoying what others enjoy, uh, which is why we share what we're, what we're into. So so uh, please do that. Uh, other than that, the only thing I can think of before we start the show, uh, shout out to my classes, my math classes. They always say, hey, can you say hello to us on your show? Here it is. Uh, hey, guys, glad you guys are watching hanging out. Hope you enjoy this show as well. I think that's everything before the interview. So without further ado, let's get nerdy. Well, like I mentioned at the top of the show, I am here with my buddy Cole Johnson from high school. Cole, how you doing, man? Doing well, brother. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. So you escaped Florida, ran to Buffalo, New York, uh, and I don't get that move at all, man. I love it here. I love it here. So what's it like having snow and like being trapped uh, during snow times? Uh, it stinks. <laughs> uh, we had a blizzard, a blizzard that happened last year. 
think it was like December, January time frame. Okay. And, you know, uh, it was probably the worst. Like, I'd rather be in Afghanistan dealing with <laughs> Afghanistan. So, so you've lived in Florida and, and Buffalo, so you know the difference. Uh, what are some things that are similar to hurricane season uh, and different, uh, like preparing for, living through, those kind of things? Like, what are some similarities and differences between trapped in snow and trapped because of wind and water? Uh, so summers are pretty decent here. They're, I wouldn't say they're as muggy as Florida, but they, you know, it get up, it can get upwards of the nineties, you know, and be kind of warm, but then obviously winter is polar opposite because it's just, (laughs) we're right on Lake Erie. Uh, we get all the, if the lake doesn't freeze over solid before a certain time of year. That usually sets us up for a pretty bad winter. Okay. Um, last year allegedly wasn't as bad as it has been, even with a blizzard that okay. killed seven or eight people. Jeez. Um, yeah, it was pretty sad. But uh, um, just like being in a blizzard, I've never been in a blizzard before. I've you know I've been in, I've been cold. I've been through hailstorms. I've obviously been through hurricanes. I've seen tornadoes up up close. I've seen sandstorms up close. Live, been through a couple of real bad sandstorms when we were in Afghanistan. Uh, we got hailed on pretty bad in Afghanistan, like softball size hail. Um, but then you move to Buffalo, or you, even if you visit Buffalo in the winter, it's just like, I mean, it's beautiful. Like it's very beautiful. Niagara Falls is about twenty so minutes or. So from my house, so okay. I get to see Niagara Falls on a regular basis. Um, that's very pretty when it snows and when it's you know cold and quiet outside. Um, but yeah, it's a whole nother ball game come wintertime around here. Mm. I uh, I tried to take so I, I went to Niagara Falls a couple times. We did some mission trips to Mississauga, which is right over the border. Um, mm-hmm. And so we went to uh, Niagara Falls, and again, beautiful. And then it's one of those things, though, you take a video and you bring it home and nobody cares. And you're like, you just don't understand how cool it is. Like, when you're looking at it, it's amazing. You show a video and they're like, yep, looks like running water. So I need to take Carrie up there so she can see it. So she can see it. Um, well, cool. So uh, we were talking a little bit beforehand about your kids and all other stuff. What 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 is really life-giving right now as a dad? Like, what is like, like you're like, this is why, this is why you have kids. Like, what's something just amazing going on in life right now? Um, I think just like teaching Hayden how to drive, um, being them, being there for him, you know, as he gets older and obviously, you know, progresses into more of, you know, a man and not so much a kid anymore. Um, uh, you know, just teaching him both of my kids really like the difference between right and wrong and, um, you know, what to do when, you know, be kind and be courteous and, you know, be respectful and be polite. There's nothing wrong with, you know, saying yes, sir, and no, sir, and no, ma'am, and yes, right. ma'am, and please and thank you. I, you know, I pride myself on that. Right. Um, you know, being raised the way I was raised, that was ingrained in me from mm-hmm. a very young age. Going into the military, it's ingrained in you. <laughs> um, you know, so it's just, you know, um, you know, so just teaching my kids and, you know, trying not to be such a, uh, 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 a hawk when it comes to them, and right. you know, not breathing up down their neck and looking over their shoulder, and giving them room. Like that. Like, yeah, yeah, giving them room, 
letting them be kids, also letting them make mistakes. I yeah. think that's obviously a part of life. Like that's how we learn. That's how we grow. That's how we become better human beings. I think. Yeah, I mean, um, you never want your kids to make mistakes, but it's better for them to learn how to handle them when they've got dad that's there. You know, he messed up there. Let's talk about what this looks like because you can protect them from them for a long time, but if they're on their own and that's the first time they run up against something that's difficult uh, and they're not prepared for it, yeah, so you got to let them you gotta let them make yeah. s- some mistakes. Uh, the right mistakes, I guess I should say. There's some that we definitely want to shield them from, but, but yeah. Yeah. Um, well, cool. Well, we're talking about Unicorn Warriors Eternal, but before we jump to there, what are some other nerdy things you're into right now? Could be, you know, lifelong nerdy things that you're into, or anything new that you're into right now uh, that would fall into a somewhat of, a, of an obsessive intake. Is kind of what I'm looking for here with with the nerddom. Uh, so Magic, I play. You know, I play Magic Gathering. Yep. Which that's that's. I didn't play. I've only been playing for maybe six years seven years something okay. like that and um but you know i buy magic cards um quite frequently i haven't bought any lately but when there's a good set out you know i'll spend you know two three hundred dollars on magic cards yeah. and, you know you gotta <laughs> kind of pump the brakes sometimes so uh, yes, um, listen, uh, my wife tracks our purchases, and so she'll ask, like, what, what was this $37? Uh, um, well, uh, that was more comic books. That was more comic books. Sorry. I will, uh, I'll work on that. Um, I was listening to a guy talk about, uh, Magic the Gathering. He was going on a trip with several guys somewhere on a plane, and he had all his decks in cases in his suitcase. And I didn't know this, but those plastic-coated cards in a, um, in a box, a deck of cards, looks like plastic explosive like the density and the shape of it looks dangerous and so they have to check them well so they pull these decks out and i guess he had them in a very specific order and so the tsa guy pulls it out and he's like whoa, whoa, whoa be careful with that be careful with that and the tsa was like out out let's go we're coming down this room we're looking at all these things and he's like maybe that wasn't the right choice of words i could have used there to describe the the yeah <laughs> So, yeah. uh, well, cool, man. Well, uh, let's talk about Unicorn Warriors Eternal. For those that don't know, this is a uh, one-season show. We're hoping that we come to another season. Uh, that was on Cartoon Network uh, and HBO Max or Max or whatever it'll be the next time they change the name in six weeks. And it follows primarily three characters uh, who um, defeated some great evil uh, in the past, in the times of Merlin uh, and... Um, after defeating that evil, uh, Merlin tells them the evil will return, and so they are, I guess, put to sleep, uh, or their souls are put to sleep, and then brought back numerous times to fight this evil throughout history. And I remember watching the first episode. The first episode, it has them going through all these different time periods, and they're like your standard comic book variants of these characters in the Wild West, in the this, and so, uh, you know, in, in Viking times, um, and uh, really enjoyed that. But the the story centers on them coming back for supposedly the last time and something's gone wrong. Uh, and so that's kind of the, the general, you know, 10,000-meter view of, of Unicorn Warriors Eternal. Cole, anything else you want to add there to that synopsis? No, no, you did a pretty good job. Well, I appreciate that. So why did you love this show? Like, when I put these topics out, like, these are things I'm watching, these are things I'm enjoying. What about this show, like, drew you in or did you really enjoy? Oh, dude, I love, I mean, you know, uh, I love 
the show Unicorn Warriors. Um, but I, I think what drew, drew me into this the most was because it was uh, obviously, you know, it goes back to like Samurai Jack. Right. Which he did as well. Yep. Um, and then even um, uh, Primal. Yes. Primal. Yeah. So good. So good. Another, we did that. Like, yeah. That, that art style, um, that level of attention to detail, like even this, like the art style is similar, but it's different. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, Unicorn Warriors is a little bit more, um, I would say cartoony as opposed to like Samurai Jack and Primal. Yep. Yep. Um, so I like that. I like the kind of like old school, um, kind of like, uh, Bugs Bunny, you know, Daffy Duck, that type of animation style. That's true. Know? I didn't notice that. You're yeah. right. That is kind of the look. Yeah. So I, I mean, I just, anything that I, anything that that dude does, like, <laughs> is, is, is amazing. Yeah. So, uh, I think it's Tartakovsky's his last name. Uh, but uh, he also yeah. did uh, Dexter's Laboratory, which was one of my favorite cartoons, like all through middle school. Like I watched that thing on repeat all the time. Um, but each of his shows, and Samurai Jack's actually one of the ones I haven't watched. Like, it's on my list. Uh, I did an episode oh, of... Oh, man, you gotta watch it. I know, man. I know. I, we did an episode of Primal with another guy named Hector, and um, we were talking about it, and he was like, like just, just sit down and do it. The problem is, is it's not a lot of... Um, dialogue uh from what i what i can see and so it's not something that i can have in the background while i'm working on something like it's something i have to focus on and so it falls into the list of shows that like yes i will get to it i will watch it but it requires attention um i really enjoyed yeah. i enjoyed like i said the 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 concept of variance at the beginning i really wish we would have seen more of that throughout the show but i'm okay i'll be okay but um the victorian steampunk look uh, very much character driven, like Primal and this, and, and Dexter's Laboratory for that matter, are all very much character driven, character development uh, at, at its heart, and will tell a story as well, um, which I really, really appreciated. Really appreciated those things. Um, funny enough, you we, there's another, I can't remember if it's a show or movie called Unicorn Warriors, and so when I was looking as a parent trying to see, like, is this appropriate for my kids? Because Primal is not like it was like way too dark and, and, and gritty and violent for them. Yes. Uh, and a couple episodes that were pretty terrifying. And so I wanted to see what it looked like. Well, so when I was looking up, I was looking up unicorn warriors, not realizing that there was two different things. Unicorn warriors is a, um, much more naughty movie, much more naughty movie. <laughs> and so like, I'm, I'm reading the reviews and I'm going, Oh, they definitely can't watch this. And, uh, and I was like, well, let me watch an episode and see, and they're, like nothing that they had mentioned was in there, and so then I had to go back and look and realize, oh, never mind. This is this is okay. And so they all watched it with me. It was not Carrie's cup yeah. of tea, but the kids all watched it and enjoyed it. And then they were running around. Uh, Charlie would be Copernicus, and like Zeke or Asher would be on her back, and she'd be running around the house as Copernicus. Um, so it's just a. It was a, it was just a it was a a heartfelt show. Is really what it was. It was a yeah. it was a fun heartfelt show, um, and so that was enjoyable for me. Um, so, so yeah, so I, I really like it. I, this other question that was on here I, I had was, are you a fan of anything else that Tarnovsky's done? And, yes, you are, uh, because it's all great stuff. Like, it, it really is really enjoyable. And so, Samurai Jackson, one I haven't watched, it is on my um, continue watching on HBO Max. I just haven't kept watching it. I watched, like, the first half of the first episode. I was like, yeah, this is going to be really good, but I need to focus on it. So, I'll come, I'll come back to it. I'll come back to it. Um, 
couple theme questions here on the show. Uh, I put here several of the episodes revolved around generational hurt, uh, either not living up to your family's expectations or even trauma passed from one generation to the next. There was a lot of that, again, uh, with, um, oh, my gosh, the girl's character, the girl character, Madeline, Maddie, was that the girl character? Melina. Melina, yeah, yeah, Melina, uh, where, like, you know, her parents, you know, the, the her vessel's parents were, like, very much, you need to be doing these things. Um, uh, and Eldred's uh, elf family and him not living up to their expectations and all so like and, and then later finding out um, Melina's father being Merlin and all like there's all these things that are generational hurt and so you know I wasn't I wasn't abused as a kid at all but there definitely were things that growing up things that my mom and my dad went through that did get kind of passed to me these expectations that were there and so watching this, I definitely resonated with that idea. Again, my parents love me, care for me, all those things. Like I get that. Uh, I'm not trying to paint them with a with a bad brush. But even still, even in the best of cases, like that's the case. And that's something that I also look to with with my kids. Like, am I pushing something on them that has nothing to do with them? Uh, so this resonated with me because of that. What about you? How, how did you feel with this, or, or did this resonate this theme at all with you as you were watching? Uh, so yeah, it, it definitely did. I mean, I, obviously, you know how I was raised. I wasn't raised in the best of uh, uh, upbringings. You know, I was, uh, you know, uh, emotionally and physically abused most of my childhood. So, you know, that whole, you know, as you say, generational hurt, like that, definitely got passed on to me. It got passed on to my two brothers, um, and even, you know, we were adopted by our grandparents, and they have. They had their own kids of their own. Right. And that, you know, all that stuff got passed along to their kids as well and then passed along to us because they were much older as when we came along, especially when I came along. They were, you know, very well into their, you know, 60s and 70s. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just like, you know, especially with, uh, you know, the elf, um, like, uh, you know, not feeling like you're good enough or not feeling mm. like you will ever amount to anything right. you know especially no matter how good you do no matter how much good you put back into the world like you always have that kind of negative um voice in the back of your head like oh you're you're gonna mess up um you're not doing it right uh so yeah for sure like that definitely resonated resonated a lot with me um and it was cool to see like you know, like real world problems in a cartoon <laughs> with elves. Yes. <laughs> with elves. Yeah. And you know, werewolves and yes, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I, I, you know, and I, again, a show that doesn't shy away from those things, you know, gives, gives a, a definite dimension to these complex issues and kind of how they dealt with it. And, and I, it was, it was good storytelling in that even though you can't always guarantee that you're going to live up to someone else's expectations, the point of that whole chapter in this story was that he didn't have to live up to their expectations, that he was made for what he was made for, and he was called to do what he was called to, and there was a right thing for him to do and a wrong thing for him to do. And even if that didn't line up with his parents' expectations, like that was what he needed to do. And, of course, you can take yeah. this in, in any number of directions, um, you know, but I think I, I think if if I'm going to be a good dad, 
and I have my ideas for my kids. There, are, there's got to be. I mean, you mentioned earlier, like like giving them room. There's got to be a, a, a open hand. Like this is this is really what I want for you, but you're going to have to make these choices. And my love for you should not be contingent on those things. Um, right. There's a there's a phrase that that I've tried to say to my kids often. Uh, is well, there's two that come to mind. One is that I love you and I like you. I, I I like that phrase. I love that phrase because it's not just a compulsory I love you because I'm your dad, but I actually like being around you. Like <laughs> I like you right now. I want to be around you. But I also try to tell them that I love them because they're my kid, not because of anything they've done, not because of anything they bring to the table. Um, but I say this to my son a bunch. I love you because you're my son, and that will never change. You know, like that doesn't. If you decide, I mean, you know. As as a as a Christian, I want my kids to have that same faith. But if my kids walked away from that, I don't want them to feel like they couldn't come to my house and couldn't be part of my family. You know, I don't want them to feel like, yeah. or or whatever. Fill in the life decision that they have. Like you know, I don't want them to ever feel like I can't go and be there because I'm not welcome. Um, and so seeing yeah. this family play that out, uh, you know, where Eldred didn't want to go home. I don't want to go home because my dad doesn't doesn't think I did what I was supposed to. And it's like. That is not where I want to be. Not where I want to be. Yep, agreed. Um, there's a lot of good stuff in there. I, I think, too, um, you know, the idea of being honest with your kids. Towards the end of that story, when we start seeing the flashbacks of Melina as being honest with your kids, and, you know, they're, sh- they're shielding at, for an appropriate time, but 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 being honest. There's a, there was just a lot of really good heartfelt things in there that I thought was um, was well-told, well-told story. Um which is funny, you know, the first thing I knew him for was Dexter's Laboratory, and there was good stories there too, but there was nothing at this level. <laughs> <There's>... <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dexter's Laboratory is like the the child version of yes. of this show. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I got a lot of the. I got in a heated Go discussion with a with a uh, family member of mine. Not heated, but they were saying that you know that we've pushed the the infant infantilization infantilization basically making adults infants by like the way that we consume animated material as adults like that's for children and i just had to smile i'm thinking you're not watching the same cartoons i'm watching <laughs> like like so, like again primal and this and, and, and unicorn wars eternal are two excellent examples of just beautiful storytelling well done yeah. storytelling and yes it's an animated medium but i don't think that that live action could do either of them justice uh and no. <laughs> there's just there's just i mean there's things that you can do with animated shows that you can't do with live action yeah you know what i mean like it you know i i i not i'm not a big fan of people that you know try to um you know push their views their political views on other people or just their their uh, life philosophies on other people, but yeah, like, you know, I, I like what I like, and there's nothing that you can do to make me feel bad or, or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, I try really hard, but so I, you know, I teach middle school students, and they'll tell me things that they're into, and I try really hard not to go like, that's dumb. Uh, some of it really is dumb. Yeah. Some of it really is dumb, but it's like, you do you. You do, That sounds great. You enjoy that. Read it. Have a great time. Uh, you know, for me, a lot of times it's it's sports. We had a, a team day last week, and I'm not big into sports. You know, like if you want to invite me over for a game and you got good food, I'll come and cheer on whoever you want me to cheer on. Like I know how the game is played, but it is just not what I'm whatever. And so, but I'm like, yeah, if you want to go, go for it. Sounds good. So uh, I thought the the first season 
this first season was great. I thought it was great. I thought we had a lot of great storytelling. I thought it, it ended with a nice bow uh, with the possibility of more. You know, it ended, and, and, and who knows, with these kind of projects, uh, and I'm surprised that Primal's got two seasons and it looks like a third on the way, um, but, uh, but you can have more. So if there was more, if there was more, what are some things you would want to see in a future season or in a spinoff prequel season or something? Like, where else would you want to see this universe go? Uh, I think I would like to see more of, like, the medieval aspect of it. You know what I mean? Um, you know, like, what, you know, what drove Merlin to, you know, kind of go down the path that he did. And this is kind of like a, a twist on Merlin, because in certain lores and stuff like that, Merlin isn't a, isn't considered a good wizard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, where whereas this one, he kind of borderline, like, he's right. kind of... He's kind of like the the um, Deadpool, you know, like the anti-hero kind of of this universe. Breaking all the rules and, to do some good. Right, right, right. So I would like to see a little bit more of that. I'd also like to see a little bit more on the I can't remember his name, but the the werewolf. Yes. Guy. Yep. Her her love interest. Her Winston. Her fiance. Or Winston. Whatever. Yep. Yep. No. I'd like to see more about that. Yeah. Um, like, is is obviously he's, you know, able to control himself, right? But why is he able to mm-hmm. control himself? Why is he not like this bloodthirsty animal? Is it because his, you know, soul is, is, is clean? Or is it just because yeah. he is intelligent enough to know, you know, that he's not some primal beast? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I would like to see a little bit more of that. Yeah. No, I'm with you on there. I mentioned earlier I really enjoyed the first season, seeing the variations of them. Uh, I would I would not be opposed to an anthology type season where it's all like it's it's all their past adventures, but like each episode is a different time period. You know, like we're gonna get the pirate yeah. episode and the Viking episode and the ninja episode. Like I'd be in for that, in for that. Just serialized monster of the week kind of episodes where uh, like what are they gonna look like this week? Which you know that's fun for a season. I couldn't do five seasons of that, but a yeah. season would be good to uh, to to, <laughs> to enjoy that. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I also would like to know more about uh, Sang. I don't think we got a whole lot of backstory or anything on Sang. I would like some, and and yeah. he's a fun fun character. I mean, in, in all iterations, I, yeah. was a fun character. I would love to see more of of Sang's backstory. Um, yeah, that's that's what I want. I want or, or Copernicus. I would love to see like the Copernicus yeah. origin story. Uh, would be right. would be good. How he came to be, and yeah, yeah, I would like that too. Which I don't remember them going over at all, but it was interesting that you know they took Copernicus to be repaired at one point, you know, and it was kind of like this: is this the uh, Terminator to the piece from the Terminator, then creates the science to creating the Terminators? You know that 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 yeah. that. that that time paradox. Uh, I would also like to see right. more of that. Like, is that going to be? I don't know if your tablet's done charging. Uh, your tablet's downstairs. Go check there. Um, I would love to see that. Like, does that create those golden robots that were hunting them later? Um, that would be. Yeah. That would be interesting. Well, any other thoughts on Unicorn Warriors Eternal? Anything else that you go, man? I wanted to talk about this or share this or. Uh, no, I mean, other than if, you know, give it a chance if you haven't checked it out, you know, obviously to the audience or to whoever's watching, or if, if people, I don't know what the 
background is, but give it a chance. You know, even though it is animated, you know, there's a lot of good animated cartoons out yeah. there that I love. It's 10 30 um, minute episodes. Like, it is not a huge commitment. Right. right. You can breeze through it while you're folding laundry. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really have to, like, pay attention to it to pay attention to it to get the story because it's all pretty yeah you know it's pretty linear it, 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 it you know falls into a certain order and it makes sense um so yeah like i mean just watch it give it a go if you don't like it then don't finish it or whatever but uh you know hopefully some people will get good things out of it yep. like you and i have gotten yeah um, it was it was good it I was also, yeah i also think that like just having your like don't have any real ex- expectations for it, you know, go into it with like, as like a blank kind of canvas and, you know, go from there. Listen, the, the reason I checked it out was uh, Jason Manzoukas on an episode of, of how did this get made? was like, if you guys haven't seen this yet, like you need to check it out. And I was like, okay, I've never heard him recommend anything. That's not something he did. So let's, let's go ahead and, and take a look. Check um, it, out. it was, yeah. it was worth it. Well, let's do some would-you-rathers. Let's kind of dig into this a little bit, put ourselves in the uh, shoes of the characters here. So I've got one, two, three, four, five. Five of these. So the first question, Sang's magic or Melinda's magic? Sang's magic. Or Melinda's magic. Um, Now, for those that don't know, the other show. Yes, Melinda has kind of a projectile and able to to fly and things, whereas Sang's is much more like astral plane, temporal. Think like... um, I uh, think like Scarlet Witch versus Doctor Strange. Strange. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that's right. those are kind of the the the, the poles there. So you say Sang's magic, uh, the astral plane. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I no, Melinda. Oh, you said Melinda. Melinda. You said Melinda. Um, I was gonna say the same thing. Like uh, the both can fly, both can fly, but one looks like a much more aggressive flying, and that's what I want. I don't want the floating flying. I want the like I'm I'm going for it flying, uh, and. Um, right. The ability to shoot things out of my hands, yes, like I like that as well. Uh, yeah, I picked Melinda's magic. Now, Sangs was super helpful, super helpful, uh, but but not my not my thing. All right, so you can take one character as a sidekick, one character as a sidekick, including Merlin, Winston, and Copernicus. Uh, who are you taking as a sidekick? I think I'd have to take Winston okay. as a sidekick. That's a solid choice. Why Winston? Um. I don't know. I think he like he he seems like a good person. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. Like it seems like his heart is in the right place. Um, I think if he was put into a position where you know, like, you know, the difference between wrong and right, I feel like he would choose the right thing, even even if it meant like him sacrificing him, sacrificing himself for the better of the world or the party or whatever the case may be. You know. Yeah. Um, looking at at the characters, thinking about the characters of the show, you know, um, Winston is a great choice. I think Merlin would be a terrible choice. He would always do what he wanted to do. Like he's a he's a terrible sidekick. Uh, I think Copernicus, while very much a good utility, I would get bored listening to a whistle over and over again. Like that would be a little bit much yeah. for me. Um, but of the three, I think Sang would be a good time. I think he would be. I think he'd be a good hang. Just like you know, let's enjoy ourselves. Let's eat some pizza. That's going to be a good. Like I could see myself enjoying being around Sang uh, for a long for the long haul. Like I could see that, and and you know. When we get in trouble, we'll just zip into the astral plane and, and be be good to go. So, um, right. I think I think that would be I think be good. Like I said I think Winston's another good one. A good point that he would be a sidekick rather than dragging me around. You know, Melinda's dragging you around, Eldred's dragging you around, Merlin's dragging you around, Copernicus is dragging you around. Like you're my sidekick. Like I want you to do what I want you to do. Um, I think those right. are those are probably the the better options. 
All right, so would you rather be a cursed werewolf like Winston or a subservient robot like Copernicus? I think for for me it's super easy. I would I would I would like to be a cursed werewolf. Like listen, this. listen, you've been talking about Winston the whole show. Like I'm like if he doesn't pick this, like he's been lying the whole time. Yeah, no. Uh, okay, all right. So the drawbacks there obviously are you are a werewolf, you know, so you have to be careful there. Um, uh, you know, even if you have control over that, it's a good callback to what you were saying earlier. Like, why does he have control? Like, would you and I have control over that, or? You know, you and I both have tempers. Like we don't see Winston with a temper. Like is that because, like like when we when we pop off? Like is this going to be a bad news thing? I don't know. Um, right. Uh, <laughs> have you seen? Uh, oh, what was the show? There was a werewolf, a ghost, and a vampire. Being human, being human, uh, was a TV show. They ran for a few seasons, and there was a guy who was a werewolf, and he ended up. Uh, turning his girlfriend to a werewolf on accident because he lost control and bitter and all those other things. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty good show. Uh, Uh, It's got a good cast. It's got a good cast. Um, Sam Wentworth who did, um, uh, who was the guy on star Wars force unleashed, uh, that played that character. And he's been on several other things as well. Uh, he played the vampire. Oh, he voices Darth Maul. Yes. Yeah. He voices Darth Maul. So, so he plays the vampire. Uh, and then, um, killer. Yes. uh, Yep. Yep. Star Wars Unleashed or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, and then the uh, the werewolf, I can't remember what he's been on, but he looks like um, Michael Cena from uh, from Juno and from Arrested Development. Like, imagine that character as a werewolf. Like, that's really very similar, oh. very timid. Yeah. Hey, anyways, it's, it's a good one. It's a good one. Being human. There's a British version and an American version. I didn't watch the British version. I'll um, check it out. I've never heard of it. So, uh, so looking here... Um, Again, I don't know that I would want to be a subservient robot. I am too much of a, a strong personality to just – my only job would be to follow you around and be your boat, and I, I don't think I could do that. So I'd have, to, I'd have to go with Winston as well, but I would be very nervous about what that would mean for when I did when I did lose it. Um, but I think – and to – werewolf kind of would be fun. I think it would be fun, uh, especially, especially if I can control it. It would be a lot of fun. Um all right, so we haven't talked a lot about Edred. Edred was the uh, was the elf uh, elf character, um, and so uh, he was a elf knight, magic, whatever. Um, and uh, his power comes from his sword. Like that's that's kind of his one of his big deals. His power comes from his sword. So the question though is not would you rather have his sword or something else, but um, what would your weapon of choice be, and what would it look like for that power to come from that weapon? So like. You're you're choosing your uh, yeah you're choosing your source of power, Cole. Um, what are you picking? Like what what are you going with? Um, I don't know, man. That's kind of tough. Uh, <laughs> I think I would like you know like um, I don't know. Like I, I think I'd want to be like super strong. Okay. But have the ability to fly. Okay. As well. Um, so what weapon conjures in your mind the idea of super strength? This is going to sound very like cliche. It won't. And it's probably the same, but I would, I would say like a hammer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you You want like a Thor's hammer or do you want like a two hand sludge hammer? Like we're, we're, or a, um, let me pull it up. I kind of like. 
so Stormbreaker, mm-hmm. the, the kind of axe, yeah. kind of like half sword type thing, like or hammer, mm-hmm. uh, axe, half hammer kind of thing. I think I would like that the most. I was thinking but too, not like made from Groot. <laughs> not made, not like I, w- I don't want the handle like to be like made from Groot. Like I want. I got to you. Be, Oh, like it was in the comic book series or or something like that. But um, yeah, I, I'd probably say a hammer, or uh, you know, maybe some type of like helmet. Okay. That you know grants you these type of powers, or you know, something like that. Um, I'm I'm reminded of a uh, another character that I liked, Bruner Battlehammer, and he had a giant warhammer he would use as well. It was like a two handed huge looking thing uh that also reminds me of of strength that would be that'd be good um and so that would generate your strength and so uh you know so what does that look like what does that look like when you channel that power is it like flame coming off your muscles just steam like what does that what does that look like man um i'm asking you these questions as i'm thinking of my own answer so i really i'm just stalling for time is what i'm doing (laughs) yeah no it's all good uh i think yeah, I, you know, steam, um, you know, like have big bulging, you know, freaking biceps and just be like. So like you do look now. Out. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, dude, I, I'm not that big. Um, but uh, <laughs> just being like, you know, and, I, and just kind of like, I guess kind of like Hercules, like Hercules okay. was this, you know, you know, God, you know, like person, you know, phenomenal physique, um, and just able to, you know, just do, you know, do things, you know, like there was nothing that, you know, he couldn't do or, you know, whatever, just, you know, just like with like Thor, like, or, or, you know, most superheroes, you know, most superheroes, there's, there's, there's a, there's a positive thing Mm -hmm. being a superhero. And then there's, um, you know, there's there's drawbacks to yes. you know being a superhero. Flaws you know, like, to deal with. Well, yeah, flaws. Yep. Yep. So, um, again, it, it, any weapon you pick is cliche, man. If you were to pick a katana, I'd be like, okay, all right. Do you have silk dragon shirts as well? That, that is going to be part of your character. So, I mean, like any anything you pick is going to have a, is going to have those things. I think for me, I would probably take um, uh probably a couple of, like a hand axe like a couple of hand axes like that would probably be be it um uh and and again i'm just calling out just random movies uh uh dumb movies great movies uh the last dragon barry gordy's the last dragon uh i don't know if you've seen this one or not so good with um bruce leroy it's a black guy who learns kung fu oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've catches seen it. catches just, bullets I've with his teeth, like and he's doing he's doing. This. Oh, we, we watch it like on a yearly basis, man. I love that movie. Uh, that would that would be yeah. yeah. It would be like a red glow. Like that would be like uh, yeah. uh, no, don't mess with me. Like this is this is definitely not going to end well for you. Um, yeah, yeah. So that would be that would be that. Um, although the last question I have on here for us, uh, the different characters had different color magic. You know, um, uh, Sayings was was kind of an orange. Uh, Edwards was kind of like a. Uh, greenish teal color uh, and Melinda's yeah. was like this purple so like what color would your magic be uh, if you had magic and what would that kind of look like what, what do you think it would look like 
well, I'm, I'm partial to blue. I see. So I would probably I have to say blue. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I think I think it would like kind of radiate off of me, like like heat radiates off something hot, like steam or mm. something like that. Yeah. Like, um, and maybe depending on how. I don't know. Maybe I get stronger as I get madder, or you know, whatever. Maybe it get it like intensifies, kind of like uh, um, Liz from Hellboy. And like, oh, that works too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Dragon Ball when they yep. go Super Saiyan. Yep. You know, they're you know that flame, or when they go Super Saiyan, it's gold, mm-hmm. right? But then whenever they go um, Ultra or God or whatever, it, it's it's blue, and then I think it goes red or something like that. But yeah, like just. Just uh, you know, kind of like I think it would kind of like, like surround my whole body. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I got all kinds of favorite colors, but really the one that's I've used a lot lately, especially with this podcast, is that teal color. Uh, and I can see that mm-hmm. being kind of kind of that. Um, and two, you know, I'm not the biggest uh fan of animals, and it's not because I don't like animals, but because they don't do what I want them to do. But if I had the ability uh, to, I'm thinking like um, Vixen from uh, from DC. You know, the when when she would would channel a ability that it would it, she would have that aura of that animal, whatever it was. You know, and so strength, a gorilla or whatever else. So I think that would be be a, a sweet look that that teal outline of whatever it is that that I'd be channeling as I've got my axes ready to go, ready to go. That's that'd, yeah. that'd be what I would do. That'd be what I do. Um, well, cool. Well, that's what I've got here for our questions. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's a great show, guys. It's a great show. Check it out. It's not a huge time commitment. Um, you know, you've spent far longer rewatching Friends or Office or something else. So, uh, you know, take a break for, for a, a day and a half and watch these. Uh, it is still on HBO Max. You can find it there. Um, and it's, uh, it's quite the ride. Quite the ride. Well, Coleman, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you. Yep, yep, not a problem, man. And congrats on winning the uh, the Nerd uh, Culture Starter Pack, man. You, you'll have all that stuff to you soon. It is packaged up and ready to go. Uh, so I, I do appreciate you uh, dropping us a review as well. So until next time, man, we'll have you on the show again soon. Yeah, man, thanks again. Thank you guys for checking out the show. Hope you enjoyed our discussion about Unicorn Warriors Eternal. Uh, check it out. It is on Max. It's 10 episodes. It's easy to get through. Uh, it is a it's a good show. It's a fun show, so check that out. Our next episode, I think, is Fallout with my buddy John Rappa, which will be coming out soon. Be sure to check that out when it comes out. If you don't want to miss it, make sure you subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. Uh, you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Leave us a comment. We will read that on the next show. You can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts which would be wonderful. I would love you dearly for doing so. We'll read that on the show as well. Uh, If you have anything else you want to know about what's going on with Next Gen Nerd, you can check us out, nextgennerd.com. It has all our episodes there, the ability to share those on your socials or wherever, uh, show notes and all those things as well. So check those things out. Uh, And I think that's it for this show. So until next time, peace out. See you, Crest.